0: You are totally the biggest mark.
1: And I have passed
0: the brain the call that you do. Hulk Hogan, you can go to hell. And all these people are a bunch of stinking bums, aren't you? Reigning United States Heavyweight Champion Brett Hitman
1: Clark. Hello, welcome everybody to episode 3 of the Late to the Nitro Party podcast. A podcast where we run down every single Monday Nitro from the first to the last, if we get that far. We'll see. We're only at episode 3. So tonight we'll be talking about the September 18th, 1995 Nitro from the Freedom Hall Civic Center in wonderful Johnson City, Tennessee with an attendance of 3,200 people. And uh, this will be the Nitro immediately following the fall Brawl 95, and we'll have Clay here run
0: down the card. So this is just after Fall Brawl 95, which took place at the Asheville Civic Center in Asheville, North Carolina. The card on that show, I'll just run it down real quick. There was a dark match of uh, Big Bubba Rogers defeating Mark Thorne. Nobody cares. Uh, we had Johnny B. Bad defeating Brian Pillman. Sergeant Craig Pittman defeating Cobra. Diamond Dallas Page defeating The Renegade for the WCW television title. Harlem Heat defeating Bunkhouse Buck and Dirty Dick Slater for the tag titles. Double A, Arn Anderson defeating Ric Flair. And in the War Games match, we have Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Lex Luger, and Sting defeating the Dungeon of Doom, which included Kamala, Zodiac, Shark, and Ming. And one thing to point out at the uh, the Fall Brawl pay-per-view marks the debut of the Giant, who would later go on to, of course, become the big show. So let's jump right into it. Remember, if you're watching this on the network, when we tell you to press play, press play, and your copy will sync up with us. So Don't forget. There's a couple of ads before the show starts,
1: so just keep yeah, that you may, in mind. You may have
0: to time that out, play with it. You're when all the sp- actual show starts, that's when you queue it up. You're, you're all smart enough to figure that out. Alright, so, get ready to press play in 3, 2, 1, play.
1: Welcome, everybody. See, we saw Vader in the intro. And we. So, Johnson
0: City, Tennessee. Um, I know there's a Darius Rucker song. <laughs> I think that's mentioned in Wagon Wheel. Sure. I'm probably going to get hate mail for referring that as a Darius Rucker song, but you all know what I'm talking we about. We actually. Uh, Old Crow Medicine Show, whatever.
1: <laughs> we looked it up on Google Maps and it's literally in the middle of nowhere. It's probably a couple hours east of Knoxville in Appalachia country.
0: That's a lot of pyro around Dave Penzer. Oh my god! That polyester yourself, suit Pinzer. he's wearing will probably go up like yeah. a. They had a good way of. <laughs> uh... Go ahead. They have a good way of crushing your soul right out of the gate with their commentary. <laughs> yeah, Is that you what go. you're gonna say? I
1: was actually gonna say they have a good way of lighting arenas uh, at this point where they don't have a whole lot of attendance compared to two years from now. Yeah but they make it look like there's a lot of people
0: there. Yeah, I mean 3200 people. I mean, I guess that's a lot to fit into In one 95, building, that's but, probably yeah. tons of people.
1: When you're talking, I don't know, Starcade 97
0: probably has what? 20, 30,000 maybe. I, I have we'll get we'll get to that. One thing I did note, Fall Brawl 95 just as a reference, Fall Brawl 95 had 6600 as an attendant. Uh. So roughly double what's at this Nitro. Right. So we get an ambulance backing up to the Freedom Hall Civic Center. (laughs) Who can it be? And what do you know, Kevin Sullivan? It's the Taskmaster. And who is this? And we got uh, Paul White, the giant, the big show. Listen to this. Just just listen to this. He has a lot of spittle. (laughs) Christ, his hands. Are enormous. His first
1: professional and, wrestling promo I, ever. I, it
0: wasn't bad, really. I mean, for he didn't like. I mean, this, you gotta remember this is. I'm not sure if this vignette's live. I say but this is a pre-recorded. That's probably his I, tenth I, take. I would assume, but he did okay. Andre's son, huh? So So, yeah, they're still playing this gimmick of him being the son of Andre the Giant. It doesn't take him too long to drop that, however. Yeah.
1: That was Hogan's idea, by the way. The whole being Andre's son. Oh,
0: yeah? Mm-hmm. How much just for men do you think Bischoff's using at this time? Oh
1: god, yeah. I so thought we we're going to go back and see some recap of. Fall I think Didn't I think that's that? later.
0: I think later oh, they said they're going to do you. that. So here we go. I'm going to let everybody listen to this. Listen, this is the American Males, Marcus Bagwell, Scotty Riggs. Listen to their entrance music. So, Bischoff was talking over it a little bit, but you can YouTube it. The theme for the American Males is widely considered one of the worst entrance musics in wrestling history. Hmm. Look it up, listen to it, 20 seconds in you'll want to eat a gun. So, So they're supposed to be taking on the Blue Bloods here, which is Bobby Eaton and Steven Regal. Is that who we get? We'll just have to wait and see. (laughs) What? Bobby Eaton being beaten by Stevie Ray. This was back in the days where you could just beat somebody up backstage and take their spot (laughs) on the card. I don't think Booker was quite ready for that. So they job him out real quick, beat his ass, and throw him in the back, and it looks like it's going to be Harlem Heat. Versus the American Males. There's your final WCW champion there.
1: Sensational
0: Sherry was their manager, huh? Yep, at this time. She did.
1: Man, that scar on Booker's shoulder. That's been there a while. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So, is it just me or is this really stupid? You're the champ. You don't challenge people. Right. But they decided to just make a challenge when they didn't have to. The commissioner, Nick Bockwinkle, didn't sanction this. But because because of wrestling, that's why. Typical WCW booking. So we start off all four men brawling in the ring. Don't listen to Mongo. Do not <laughs> flush your remote flush control. Your That's remote. horrible on your toilet. <laughs> so Nick Nick Patrick thankfully gains control of the the proceedings. So starting off, we're gonna have Stevie Ray in the ring with Scotty Riggs. That's the guy in the white suspenders. So what is the American male's gimmick? Is are they they're strippers? They're like Chippendales <laughs> dancers, basically. Which, in Buff Bagwell's
1: case, is actually more truth than that, not.
0: That, yeah, in a rare case of life-imitating art, yeah. Marcus Buff Bagwell is now a, uh, there's really no other way to say it, he's a gigolo. Yeah,
1: He's <laughs> got a Showtime show, I think. Stevie Ray is one guy that never really quite got over.
0: Slapjack, sucka. Oh, nice side slam from Stevie Ray. We'll see in this match that, I mean, it's pretty obvious that Booker T carries a large portion of this match for the team. Actually, for all four competitors, Booker T really carries this match. Pretty awesome power slam from Booker T there, showing a lot of power. Both of these guys, Stevie Ray and Booker T, are quite a bit bigger than Riggs and Bagwell. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're pretty big dudes. Bagwell tags to Scotty Riggs. Oh, what was that, Scotty Riggs? sold the axe kick uh, in a way that almost broke his own neck. He off his head. Which, was that Booker T's finisher at one time? Yeah. I think that's that was his finish. What does he call it? I can't remember. I think it was just called the axe kick. I don't know. It? He used, to, he used to like a top rope leg drop that he called right. the, Harlem the Harlem Hangover for a while, but I don't know if that had a name or not. The Harlem Sidekick or something like that? I don't know. <laughs> Really, Harlem Heat, one of the, I mean, you could make the argument, they were one of the great tag teams of this era. They were big leg lariat from Booker T there. They were really one of the
1: only over-tag teams of this era, because tag team wrestling was kind of
0: going uh, to the wayside at this point. Yeah, which it has. I mean, you watch wrestling today, there's not that many big, iconic tag teams out there. I mean... You could argue the New Day with what they're doing. I mean, they're probably the most recognizable tag team out there at this point. Good ring psychology there. Good tag team work.
1: Sister Sherry.
0: Notice the We Want It Raw poster on the hard camera. printed on a dot matrix printer, then laminated. <laughs> so that's the one with the little holes in the side yeah, of it. Yeah, you
1: had to tear it off at the end, because it all prints in one continuous sheet.
0: Kids, if you were born in the late 90s, you have no earthly goddamn clue what we're talking about. Look it up. 56K modems, dot matrix printers... So, Scotty Riggs makes a hot tag to... I keep wanting to call him... He's not Buff Bagwell no. at this time. He's still Marcus, Marcus, Marcus Bagwell. Bumbo. And we kernel. have a... For some reason, a southern plantation owner stereotype <laughs> that is touching Sherry on the bum. And now he is running off with her. Mm. We got a pump handle slam coming up from Booker T. Okay, what just happened? But Bagwell reverses it into a pin.
1: So they're the champs? And Was it sanctioned? looks like
0: the American males are the new champs. What an upset. Highlight of Scotty Rigg's career right there.
1: There's a Vader. Vader sign there. The last great moment of Scotty Rigg's career.
0: I don't know why that's an angle that they're working, but (laughs) apparently it is. I was about to mark out for a pump handle slam. That's something you don't see too often anymore. Orndorff. Paul Orndorff versus Johnny B. Bad coming up. We get a Slim, Jim, uh, Slim commercial. Jim commercial from Randy Savage. Oh man, I've
1: ate so many of those things. <laughs> Paul Orndorff is not doing so hot. He just got over cancer. He beat that, but he can't like move either of his arms or anything. Really? Because oh, he's had countless concussions because he played football
0: before wrestling as really? well yeah that is that is not good for you mm-hmm. so we got mean gene in the ring and uh we got nature boy rick flair coming out Ooh. for a promo Ooh. in his robe
1: does he have a match tonight you know
0: um i believe he does we'll get to that later all right he's in his wrestling gear anyway yeah Normally, if he doesn't have a match, he just comes out in his pleated slacks and this elbow, dr- elbow drops the mat several times. Well, Brian there you video. go. Flair versus Brian Pillman tonight.
1: but Pillman joins the Horseman shortly after this, right? Or was he a member of the Horsemen? Well.
0: <sighs> Boomer Sias <laughs> in reference. Classic nate Ooh,
1: risque for 95 television.
0: Yeah, that is, I mean, you'll notice, basically every time Flair's got a mic in front of him, we're just going to shut up and let him talk so you guys at home can hear it. Yeah. Because he's just pure, solid gold. Yeah. Nice to see a Flair promo without Luger interjecting himself.
1: <laughs> Back when Saturday Night still had some standing. Yeah. Some sting action. Some Dusty Rhodes. Dusty
0: roads, baby. And Hulk on Saturday Night. This was the main show before Nitro started with Saturday right. Night. Yep, WCW Saturday Night on TBS. I remember watching WCW Saturday Night on TBS, got over about 8, 8.30, and clicking over to Monster Vision with nice. Joe Bob Briggs on TNT,
1: classic your, your
0: night was set. So we got Paul Orndorff, Mr. Wonderful Paul Orndorff here, who has been saddled with this gimmick. He's kind of playing sort of like the narcissist gimmick with Luger back in the right, Fed. Right. He's got this mirror thing. I mean, is his own he, trading he, card? Or? Yeah, something. He just can't quit looking at himself, and that'll <laughs> play in play into the story in this match here coming up. Bischoff does have a point. This music's pretty pretty terrible. Yeah.
1: Mr. Wonderful wasn't the first WrestleMania. Paul Orndorff 8 event.
0: was one of the most over wrestlers of the mid '80s. Yeah. I mean, the guy was huge, mm-hmm. and now he's wrestling Johnny B. Bad in the second match on WCW in '95 with a stupid ass gimmick. Mm-hmm. One of the other real legit tough guys in wrestling. I mean, there's. He knocked out Vader. It's pretty Uh, well documented, that fight he had with Vader backstage. I think that was right around, maybe before this time, because Vader since went to the Fed. It was right around this time. And a lot of people say if Paul Orndorff wouldn't have been wearing flip-flops, he would have hurt Vader a lot worse than he actually did. I mean, Paul Orndorff was not to be trifled with. Mark Merowitz, Johnny B. Bad. Basically Little Richard. He's, little ri- he's like if Little Richard and Randy Savage had a love child. At least in this iteration. If you go back and look at some of the earlier Johnny B. Bad pictures of him, he looks like a drag queen. Yeah. There's no other way to say it. The guy's wearing lipstick and eyeshadow and the whole deal. And I'm really wondering why this was a thing. How would it hurt? That would really hurt. The uh the, 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 the kiss cannon or whatever that is. Just a blast of CO two <laughs> to your face. So was Johnny B bad ever really over? I mean I guess he was. See right there that picture is exactly <laughs> what I'm talking about. I guess he was over at one time, but I just don't understand. No, I don't know. Because Johnny B. Bad is a WCW trademarked character. That's why he, when he goes to the Fed, they couldn't use Johnny B. Bad. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm assuming it was Jim Hurd or somebody, but
1: yeah, yeah. Imagine that going off point blank on the side of <laughs>
0: Paul Orndorff's head. Orndorff would probably kill him. I don't know. Mero was a, a Golden Gloves boxer. Both these guys have yeah. a little bit of legit uh He that old, uh, brawl for all angle there in the WWF. Was 97? he? I think so. Not sure about that. I'd, I'd have yeah, to look, look that up. up. I know, which we'll get into that later, how yeah. brawl for all. Wrong company. <laughs> but somebody sat down and said, okay, here here's an idea for you. We're going to have a wrestler... Who is as close to Little Richard as. Because nothing screams pro wrestling and tough guy like Little Richard.
1: Right, right, of course.
0: Not sure what that Chan is. Who the hell's Paula? Who knows. That that must have been something that happened prior to the nitro era that was in the storyline, I guess. Orndorf starting out real aggressive here. Kick his ass, Orndorf. I'm ready for Orndorff to kick dirt on the referee. It looked like a baseball umpire. Yeah. Well, Mero is jacked, though. Yeah, he is. So, huh... Why would you throw a double axe handle to a downed opponent? Right. opponent.
1: I don't think that spot was quite thought. Or well, thought through very well. I'll tell you why,
0: because wrestling's dumb, that's why. <laughs> so we cut to commercial in the middle of the match, and when we come back, both guys are on the ground. So we probably didn't miss too much. Mongo, you suck. Don't tell me what to do, Mongo. Oh, Orndorff whiffs on the top rope big splash.
1: Some odd camera angles.
0: 450 splash? <laughs> so, we're going to see a botch here coming up. Orndorf stumbles over to this mirror, which is his gimmick, I guess. And... <laughs> 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 That's hilarious. I mean... That is I, I'm not sure. They they got some <laughs> wires crossed. Johnny B. Bad throws a kick from oh. the outside, which totally misses by like a foot. Mm-hmm. And Orndor sells it like he's been <laughs> shot. Oh, that's great. There he connects with the top rope uh, double axe handle. Mm. Only two counts. Orndorff going for his pile driver. That was his finish at the right. time. Yeah. She reversed into a back body drop by Johnny B. Bad. Clothesline. Clothesline. Wow! Look at that crowd. They could not care less oh, about God, what's yeah. happening.
1: Gotta give him his own finish. So here. Johnny B.
0: Bad tries to go for the pile driver. Trying to sell the sunset flip. So, Orndorff wins with a roll-up, which Johnny B. Bad's shoulders were not on the mat whatsoever. I mean, they they tried to save it by saying the ref was out of position, which Mm. I guess is a good way to cover for the ref. Orndorff wins to literally no reaction.
1: Booze, we have some booze.
0: Well, I mean, he's getting a little <laughs> bit of heel heat, but the majority of the people don't give a shit. No. Which we really see right here is that Johnny B. Bad, Mark Mero, is on his way out. He's on his way to the Fed as well, so they're jobbing him out. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I've seen I don't parts remember of this episode of Baywatch. <laughs> I didn't I mean I've just seen it on just random YouTube videos and stuff.
0: So cut to Randy Savage lifting weights on the beach Close up on his teeth. <laughs> and here <laughs> Kevin Sullivan. Why? And full gimmick with the lifeguard jacket on. I guess he snuck in, even with the face paint. Oh, the old sand in the face? Yeah. Just that? sand in the eyes. That would hurt. Worked punches. Is that Flair? Rick Flair to work? the rescue <laughs> in full wrestling gear. I'm sure there was a ring set up somewhere just off camera. Uh, there was an actual episode of Baywatch where they're all in
1: the gimmick, but I think Flair's like an evil landlord and he's trying to buy up a piece of the beach to make a parking lot. That's a lot. real thing. It's, it's real, yeah. Oh, dear. Look it up. And Hulk Hogan's So as let's well.
0: just forget that that vignette ever happened and never speak of it again. <laughs> this should be good. Oh, looks like we're getting a Savage promo. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> He looks like a candy cane. Yeah. I really think Johnny B. Bad made his ring gear out of leftover Randy Savage stuff. (laughs) Do you think he can see out of those sunglasses?
1: I don't think he can see a
0: damn thing. (laughs) I don't know, this should be good though. love the cowboy boots with fringe oh yeah except for mark henry mm-hmm. cuz he's the world's strongest man of course <laughs>
1: huh?
0: <laughs> no, I want names <laughs> right now. <laughs> What's he pointing at? <laughs> Savage starts losing his voice here. Years and years of yelling yeah. at the top of your lungs will do that to you. Look at that shirt. Here comes Luger <laughs> in his puffy shirt. Glad to see the puffy shirt and guest jeans oh, yeah. make her People return. are marking
1: out for the puffy shirt.
0: And? Sink <laughs> <laughs> to himself. It's a Luger. Don't think too hard about it. It'll make oh. your head hurt. So they're just gonna... S- they're gonna squabble over the War Games match, which we aren't reviewing it, but go back and watch it if you really wanna... If you got three hours to kill and have no life. Which yeah. I'm assuming if you listen to this, <laughs> chances are you got some time on your hands, so... Right. Nothing like insulting your audience to get uh, get notoriety. Yeah, well, we're the ones making this, so. What's that say about us? Yeah. Like talent? Oh, sorry. <laughs> You've lost me.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> Scratch that. <laughs>
0: Forget everything I just said. (laughs) Oh, man. I mean, not Savage's best work. <laughs> <laughs> he's stumbling around cuz he's wearing cowboy boots. He's not wearing wrestling boots. Oh, Savage paintbrushes Luger. Uh, Savage about twisted his ankle in those cowboy yeah. boots doing his usual yeah. stuff.
1: Made a bit sign.
0: Oh yeah, coming up. Don't let Mongo talk. Mongo is upset. Once again, we'd like to thank the good people, the Coors Brewing Company, for providing the beverages tonight. <laughs> Okay. So, this was on uh, a show called Main event. Main event. This is prior to War Games. <laughs> we have Hogan rolling up with his tiny motorcycle <laughs> helmet on his Harley. And the housewives are going wild. Oh, man. And the mom jeans.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they are paid quite a bit to be a part of this.
0: Mom jeans and turtlenecks.
1: <laughs> What's mean me Gene going
0: up? Well, he ju- he missed his cue, oh. and of course, what else could it be? A monster, but track. a monster truck <laughs> that it's runs good, uh, over Hogan's motorcycle. the camera work here. Yeah, it's it's pretty bad acting by Hogan.
1: Oh, I hey, didn't see you there. <laughs> really trying to uh, work on the relationship they had with the uh, what's the world monster truck? What is it called?
0: Um, yeah, it was on Monster Truck Madness. Must Wasn't that the one Dusty was a, Rhodes was? That was the was video on? game. Oh. What was the one on TNN that was. Right, that's the one that that's what I'm thinking they're, of. like,
1: you know, cross promoting here.
0: <laughs> the Giant. <laughs> Are you. The Giant oh, man. laughing maniacally. So here we get a War Games recap with uh, the Giant coming out during the main event, or after the main event at War Games. So this is his first appearance ever? I believe so. This is his debut. Shav- this yeah, Look Shavani at his agility. Him- we don't see this right now. Do you think he could do that now as the big show? Hell no. no. I wonder if he was mentioned before because Shivani seems to know who he is. <sighs> it's possible. I'm not exact. I wouldn't know when because... He never made an appearance on last week's Nitro, which was right before this, so I'm Maybe assuming Maybe he was mentioned on Saturday night. It's possible, but I'm assuming this is his debut. What is all over Hogan? Camo paint. Oh.
1: If he did that for real, it would kill
0: Yeah, him. I mean, <laughs> they they do this with The giant snapping, air quotes, snapping Hogan's neck. I'm sure Hogan had a movie to shoot or something, so they write him off TV for a while with an injury.
1: He could have still been doing Thunder in Paradise at this point.
0: Yeah, that's possible.
1: Blondes have more fun. Still, that, he's still a, using a, the Hollywood, no, Blondes, sorry, the Hollywood music. Blondes Okay. Music,
0: yeah. I was trying to listen to his theme. It sounds like he's still using his old tag team with uh, Steve, Austin. Steve Austin. Stunning
1: Steve Austin. As the kids would know him as Stone so Cold So I believe this
0: is the main event for this show. Uh, Nature Boy Ric Flair versus Flying Brian Pillman. They... Uh, Pillman interfered with Flair's match against Arn Anderson and cost Flair the match. So that's the build up to this match here. Yeah, yeah. Pillman, he could have been great
1: had he not had his own really injuries, to deal with.
0: drug problems. It, it's really a shame. I mean, the guy, the guys, the guy's a pretty darn good worker. They exchange some slaps. Starting off, Flair starts off real aggressive. How would you describe Pillman's trunks? Um, looks like a clown suit. Looks like he stole something
1: from Doink the Clown. I mean, kind of. Kind of a rockers meets crash. We need to we need to get uh, the good
0: the good people with OSW review check out their website. Um, they would probably describe that as a pack of peanut M and M's. Yeah, great. What bar is he? Flair going up top. Will it pay off? I think he might actually hit this. <laughs> nice. Uh, well, yeah. one of about maybe 10 times in it's his rare. whole career he's hit a it's top rare. rope move. They got to rush this one through. I think there's only about yeah, 7 minutes left. Yeah, I don't know, know how show. much time they got. Not not very much. Um Flair's telling a good story here. He's pissed off from last night, so he's coming right at Pillman. He's wanting revenge for getting screwed out of a match.
1: I'm glad Flair's made of Vinton. That's where he belongs. Instead of Hogan.
0: Flair rope spot. Oh he ducks the clothesline. How many times do you see that? Never. Flair mixing up the formula a little bit. Surely not Okay, good. I said surely he's not gonna hit two in one match. (laughs) That would be a first.
1: Flair is Good uh... job,
0: Randy Anderson catching the feet on
1: the ropes. On Flair's podcast, he was asked by someone why he wears his knee pads on his calves. He says because he was self-conscious about his calves. He thought they were too really? small. Yep,
0: that's the only reason why. I just I assumed it about was his calves. It was shin protection for nope. the fit, which it doesn't really make sense with his figure four <laughs> finisher. Yeah. Well, huh. I get scared. <laughs> I never knew that. Yep. Big chops from Pillman though. He's laying those in there one 900 The old WCW hotline God, I wish
1: I would have called that I can only imagine what it was like Grandma is excited in the second row You know what, if any of you listening have ever called the WCW hotline Let us know how it was send us <laughs> a, Leave us a comment, send us a message
0: Sunset flip from Pillman. Flair blocks it. Eric Drukoff.
1: God, Flair's (laughs) amazing.
0: Flair going up top for a third try. You think it'll work? Nah. Eleven time at this point. Yep. He's still got a few more in him. Pillman going up top. He's got a whiff on the big splash. Oh. Looks like Flair's going for the figure four. Gets reversed into a roll-up for a two-count. Has Flair ever won with a figure four? I mean, <laughs> it's not a real high percentage finisher no. now, but occasionally he'll he'll pull one off. These guys are, are chopping the hell out of each other. Oh, yeah. Flair loves the challenge. He was going to go for the knee breaker there, but he went to a back suplex. He's going to go for the figure, figure four. four again. Looks like he's going to get it this time. Is he going to reverse it? Wow. He wins with the figure <laughs> four. Wow. <laughs> a little foreshadowing there. <laughs> yeah. Flair goes over with a figure four leg lock. Wow. Something you don't see that often. I mean, you see the figure four all the time. You just don't see him want to
1: match with well, it. Well, that's what happens when you have someone in the ref's ear saying, there's two minutes left in this show.
0: What? Look what the, at Flair's. Che- Those from his chops. Wow. Look at Flair's chest. Some bruising there. Just welts all over it. Bruises from Hillman's chops. Youch. <whistles> that looks awful.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. We got a mic. Let's see what you have to say. Okay.
0: We get a flare, second flare promo of the evening. Gotta love that.
1: He's a little out of breath. Yeah, a little bit. He's a little winded. (laughs)
0: Flair is not happy. Hmm. A way to go to
1: commercial to end the... uh, Yeah, let's
0: (laughs) let's come back for 30 seconds. Yeah. So we can read from our script. Glad to see Mongo doesn't have his dog back out here. Right. I don't know how long Pepe Pepe stays with the company, but...
1: so Mongo says what are you gonna do if the Hulk doesn't get up
0: Nick Bockwinkle? yeah he's the commissioner he's the kayfabe commissioner at this time Nick Uh. Bockwinkle is (laughs) <laughs> bischoff checking over his notes uh, before they wait wait totally is, is there something going on in the back totally get off air uh, so they run down next week on a and that's the end of the show <laughs> mm. <laughs> what the fuck is that who knows i think that was ming had wore some oh, sort that's of right. head, right. headdress yeah, that type is ming. thing Okay. So that's it for uh, the September eighteenth, nineteen ninety five edition of WCW Monday Nitro. Final thoughts for this episode. I think
1: that's a pretty good one, maybe because Hogan wasn't there. I don't that's know. That's
0: probably the best one from an from a in ring standpoint, I'd say that's the best one yet. Yeah. I'm a huge flair mark, so it's a flair. The more flair, the better, usually. Yeah. Unfortunately, that's not gonna be the case no. in the future because no. he's gonna get we're, buried by creative. As we've
1: seen in the uh the Harley monster truck promo, we're leading up to Halloween havoc, which we'll get to that later. It's yeah. one of the greatest being sarcastic
0: pay per views. Greatest slash worst <laughs> for the wrong reasons. The greatest worst pay per view ever. It's pretty special. You should check it out if you can find that anywhere.
1: Good thing is I think the Dungeon of Doom is on
0: their way out. Yeah, so we've got less Dungeon of
1: Doom to worry about. It's got to get a little less gimmicky and more kind of the mid-90s attitude sort of style. Right. Not, um, not to
0: be confused with the Yeah, WWF I mean attitude. we had some good matches. The the American Males Harlem Heat match was solid. We got a title change there. Mr. Wonderful Johnny B. Bad wasn't that great. No. Um, that was both, both guys are on their way out. Johnny mm-hmm. B. Bad's on his way out. He's uh, he's on his way to the Fed, where he'll become Wild Man Mark Marrow and get jobbed out to his wife. So good yeah. for him. Um, the the Flair Pillman match was solid, pretty pretty textbook Flair match. But Flair, honestly, the highlight of this show to me was Flair's promo hell yeah. at, at in the middle of the show. So. Let us know what you think down below, and uh, we'll be here next time. So uh, let us know what you think, and we are out. See ya.